0: Hello and welcome to Purple Day from Storytime in the Schoolhouse. I'm Miss Becca. Purple Day is the audio of our Monday episodes of Storytime. Storytime in the Schoolhouse is a nature-based, secular, inclusive program for young children and their families. Enjoy today's episode.
1: So glad to see you, good morning dear friends, so glad to see you, good morning dear friends, so glad to see you.
0: Good morning. Good morning to you, and welcome to a new week of story time in the schoolhouse. I'm Miss Becca, and I'm so glad to be here this morning. It is a bright, sunny, and warm morning where I live. It seems like the sun has been up for a long time already. The sun is coming up very early these days. We are at our longest time of the year with the sun up where I live. I think today is going to be hot. The birds were up early singing and they already seemed to be taking their late morning nap. <laughs> I hope you're doing well this morning. I'm truly glad you were here. You're the best part of story time, friends. This morning, we're going to sing some songs. We're going to do a breathing exercise and then we're going to hear a new story. Let's get started. Good morning, dear earth. Good morning, dear sun. Good morning, dear stones and flowers, everyone. Good morning, dear animals, and birds, and the trees. Good morning to you, and good morning to me.
1: Over in the meadow, in the sand, in the sun, there's a dear Mother Froggy and a little froggy one. Hop, said the mother, I'll hop, said the one. So they hop and they hop in the sand, in the sun. Over in a meadow in a stream so blue, there's a dear mother fishy and a little fishy's too. Swim, said the mother, I'll swim, said the two. So they swim and they swim in a stream so blue. Over in the meadow neath a big oak tree, there's a dear mother robin and her little robins three. Fly, said the mother, I'll fly, said the three. So they fly and they fly neath the big oak tree. Over in the meadow, in the reeds by the shore, there's a dear mother ratty and her little ratty's four. Dive, said the mother, I'll dive, said the four. So they
0: dive and they dive in the reeds by the shore. And as the little ratties are diving in the reeds by the shore, in the water beyond the fishies are swimming. In the clear, cool water, a little fishy swimming.
1: Swims, swims, swims. Jumps, dives,
0: splashes
1: and rests, swims,
0: swims, swims,
1: springs,
0: dives,
1: splashes, and rests. The little fish is swinging, swinging in the waves, swinging, swinging, swinging.
0: Picture the ocean. I'm gonna dive in. With a rocking motion, I'm going to swim. The waves rise high. The waves fall low. And all the fishies swim below. One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. Six, seven, Eight, nine, ten. Then I let her go again. Let's try that one again. Picture the ocean. I'm gonna dive in. With a rocking motion, I'm going to swim. The waves rise high. The waves fall low. And all the fishies swim below. One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Then I let her go again. Next week, we will learn the last bit of that poem and then we'll know the whole thing. But This week, I'm going to teach you a new song. It's a song that's rather silly. We're going to learn the whole song this week. There are four parts to the song, but don't worry it repeats itself and it's very easy to learn. And the last verse, it's a little trickier than the other three. Let's see if you can do it. A sailor went to see,
1: see, see, to see what he could see, 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 but all that he could see, see, see was the bottom of the deep blue sea, see, see. see. A sailor went to chop 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 to see what he could chop chop chop, but all that he could chop 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 was the bottom of the deep blue chop chop chop. A sailor went to knee 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 to see what he could knee knee knee, but all that he could knee knee knee, knee was the bottom of the deep blue knee knee
0: knee. This is where it gets tricky. Are you ready?
1: A sailor went to see Chopney to see what he could see Chopney. But all that he could see Chopney was the bottom of the deep blue sea
0: Chopney. <laughs> oh, I almost messed up there at the end myself. That one's tricky and a little bit fun. I hope it made you smile. See you today. These many folk go a journeying on a boat. They embark. Heave ho, heave ho, into the sea they row their skiff. Poofed, poofed, a storm blows up with a whiff. Danger call for the vessel small. On the bounding waters it is rocking, bouncing up and down, teetering to and fro. Capsizes. Where are the folks? Where could they be? Two are poking up out of the sea. They turn, whoop, 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 the boat up. Hooray, hooray. All the folks are safe, I'd say. Rowing home, the journey's done. They disembark and home, they run. Friends, today is Purple Day. It's Monday. It's our Mindful Monday in the schoolhouse. This is the day we practice our breathing exercise every week, and I hope that you'll practice them at home too. It's good to practice your breathing exercise when you don't need it, and then when you do need it, you'll already know what to do. This week, we are going to practice again pretzel breathing. To do pretzel breathing, you cross your arms and your legs and then you take three deep breaths in through your nose and out your mouth. If you want to cross your legs a lot, you can wrap them around each other an extra time. You can wrap your arms around each other an extra time. Whatever feels best. And then you're going to breathe in through your nose and out your mouth. In through your nose, out your mouth. One more time. Nice job. I see the sun and the sun sees me. I see the moon, and the moon sees me. I see the stars, and the stars see me. I see all of you, and you all see me. Our circle is complete. Friends, now it's time to hear a story.
1: By bright, shining bright, Share with us your golden light.
0: Friends, where I live in the mountains, one of my favorite things to do is to hike up in the mountains to a lake, a lake that's high in the mountains, where the water is always pretty cool. So it has to be a nice hot day for it to feel good. Otherwise, it's quite chilly. In the story we're going to hear today, a little girl hikes up from her house and she finds a lake high up in the mountains. She doesn't go for a swim, though. She tries to do something else. Friends, we're going to call the story fairies and hear the story of Wild Hawk Lake. Story fairies come and bring stories clear and true. Story fairies come and bring stories to our story ring. Wilma lived in a little town at the base of a big mountain. Most of the families in the town were farmers and they relied on their crops both for eating and selling. And their crops, of course, relied on rain to grow. The bad news was that little village hadn't had much rain at all this year and the crops were drying up in the field. The farmers were worried they may not have anything to harvest at all. One day, Wilma went for a walk in the mountain and she went higher in the mountain she'd ever been before. Much to her surprise, she found a lake nestled high up in the mountain. The lake was deep and clear and crystal clean. There wasn't a speck of dirt or even a leaf floating on the surface. As she sat there taking in this lake, she realized why it was so clean. There was a red-tailed hawk that was nested above the lake and each time a leaf floated down to the lake or a speck of dust, the hawk would swoop down and remove the leaf or the dust or the dirt. Well, Wilma thought it would be great if she could find an opening in this lake where it came out over the edge and she could divert the water down to her village and their crops below. So she set off around the lake, walking all around the edge of it, looking for an opening. However, there wasn't an opening. The rock wall was thick all the way around. She was about to give up when she was almost all the way back around the lake when she found an opening, a spot where the rocks were open and the water could come down. However, there was a large stone gate blocking the opening. Wilma pushed and pulled, she pulled and pushed on the stone gate, but it wouldn't budge. She didn't know what she could do to move it to get the water down to the village below. She sat there with her head in her hands thinking about what she was going to do when the red-tailed hawk landed next to her. My child, what is wrong, he said. Wilma told the hawk everything. She told him about the village below and how their crops were drying up and how she'd found this lake and spent all day walking around it looking for an opening. And then when she finally found an opening, it was blocked by a stone gate that she couldn't move. The hawk looked at her and said, My child, the gate is locked and you will need the golden key. Before she could ask any questions, the hawk flew off and away back to his nest. Wilma went over to the gate and she found that sure enough, it was locked. She looked around the gate but couldn't find a key and then she set off to walk around the lake hoping she could find it. She soon found herself in a grove of aspen trees that was glowing in the afternoon sun. On the bottom branch of one of the trees there was a robin sitting. Dear Robin, do you know where I can find the golden key? The robin looked at Wilma and said, you will have to find the third daughter of the dragon king. His family guards the key in the lake here and she'll be the one who can help you." And then with that, the robin flew away. So Wilma kept walking, hoping to find the third daughter of the Dragon King. She walked through a thick pine forest and found a wren sitting on one of the branches of the pine trees. "'Dear Wren,' she said, "'do you know where I can find the third daughter "'of the Dragon King?' "'Well,' said the wren, The dragon king doesn't like his daughter speaking to the humans, but there's one way you can bring her. If you play a song on a flute, she will come and she will help you." And then the wren flew away, and in doing so dropped a flute right at Wilma's feet. Wilma picked up the flute and she started to play it. Soon she was playing a little bit of a song and moments later, a girl appeared before her right out of the lake. Are you the third daughter of the Dragon King, asked Wilma. I am, said the girl. My family guards this lake, and my father doesn't like me talking to humans. I heard your song, though, and I wanted to come and meet you. Who are you, and what are you doing here? Wilma explained to the third daughter of the Dragon King what she had explained to the hawk how the village below needed water for their crops and she just wanted to find an opening to bring a little bit of the water down. She told the third daughter that she found an opening, but the opening was locked with a stone gate and a key and that she was told to find the third daughter to find the key. Why yes, said the third daughter. My father keeps the key locked away with all of his treasures in the cave and the cave is guarded by a bear. However, the bear can easily be drawn to song just like me. Then the two of them made a plan. The third daughter of the dragon king was going to play the flute to draw the bear out of the cave. At that time, Wilma would run in and find the golden key. That's what they did. As the third daughter started to play the flute, the bear came to the opening of the cave and curiously looked around. She didn't start to walk yet, but she seemed interested. And the more the third daughter played, the more interested the bear became. And like she was in a daze, she slowly started to walk out of the cave and toward the third daughter. The third daughter led her farther away from the cave. And then Wilma ran in as quickly as she could. The cave was filled with treasures. There were piles and piles of treasures, of coins and jewels and gems of all kinds. Wilma didn't touch or take anything. She just was looking for the golden key. She looked everywhere and couldn't find it and thought she might have to give up. That's when she noticed a simple wooden box sitting to the side. She opened the wooden box and sure enough, inside the wooden box was a golden key. Wilma put the key in her pocket and she ran out of the cave. As soon as the third daughter saw her emerge, she stopped playing the flute and the bear snapped out of her daze and returned to the cave. Wilma went straight to the stone gate. Sure enough, the golden key worked perfectly in the lock and she pushed the stone gate open. When she did so, the water came leaping and roaring out and it flew down the mountain in a rushing cascade. It didn't take long until the water was filling the canals and the ditches and the village and had watered all of the farmland and the fields. Then Wilma noticed that if she kept the water coming, it was soon going to flood her village. So working as hard as she could, she pushed and she rolled boulders and rocks and stones into the cascade of water. And she continued adding them until it was but a gentle babbling brook. Now there was just enough water coming down from the mountain that her village would never have to worry about watering their crops again. Now every year, on the same day, the people of that village gather together to honor and celebrate Wilma, to celebrate her courage and her strength as she brought water to the village. And they give thanks to the waters that came forth from Wild Hawk Lake.
1: Thank you fire fairies for giving us
0: your light. That was the story of Wild Hawk Lake. I hope you enjoyed it. Friends, tomorrow we will be back here for another day in the schoolhouse, another time to sing our songs and hear a story. Then on Wednesday we'll be outside for Yellow Day and we'll go on a field trip. And then we'll be back in here so we can see a puppet show together in the schoolhouse on Thursday and Friday. I'm glad you're here, friends. Thank you for being a part of Storytime. Know that you are loved. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Purple Day. Purple Day is the audio of our Monday episodes from Storytime in the Schoolhouse. If you're interested in listening and watching the rest of the week, try out a full week of story time on our website. You'll get access to one full week for each season, giving you songs and stories to share with your child all year. You can watch today, littleroundschoolhouse.com slash sampler. That's littleroundschoolhouse.com slash s-a-m-p-l-e-r. I'll see you there.